Welcome everyone to another podcast of Modern World Zen. This is Josh Barzell. So today we're going to be talking about um, the attainment, uh, building on what we talked about last episode on love. And I told you I would mention a little bit more about this blue pearl and how it explodes into this uh, dance of consciousness or this play of consciousness that we consider to be the world. And many scriptures say this. They talk about how consciousness becomes the world and the world is nothing but that sport, that, that divine sport or the sport of consciousness, the sport of universal consciousness. And so what happens when we do that is we realize we're consciousness. You and I are nothing but consciousness. And that's how we should think of ourselves. And so it helps to have that awareness when you're listening to this podcast. Because I think it'll go a lot smoother for you. And not just you should have that awareness when you listen to this podcast. And I can help you with it for the 15 minutes that we're together. You should also have that awareness in your life because it's the truth and it will be very good for you so when we have that state what when we have that awareness we have what is called um, enlightenment but we enlightenment is a word that we shouldn't really well we can use it it's fine um, but it's really just the natural state of being so it's not anything new Right, we attain what we already have. We get rid of the ego, and that's all it really takes to become enlightened. Um, if anyone who knows knows that I'm telling the truth. Um, so the attainment is just the natural state of being. So when you start to think of yourself as consciousness, you're in the natural state. And in this state, there isn't really anything to be done you can have the natural you can have the awareness of the natural mantra and we talked about that in a previous podcast this i am that awareness and there's no ego and this is actually superior to any mantra it's actually superior to any meditation and it's superior to any other sort of devotional practices that we would have just being in the natural state. So we should understand that there are many ways to get to the natural state. Um, you can chant, you can meditate, um, and all of these things. But once you're there, then it's going to transcend all of those practices. And... Um, and we recognize that the inner self is, is God, is the God that we're attaining. We can actually have this experience within ourselves in the natural state. Um, so this is what we're looking for. And you can say, well, I thought enlightenment was something else. Well, it's not. <laughs> it's just the natural state of awareness 
of your inner self. And, um, and that's the enlightenment. Uh, so if you're not there and you're still having these ideas and fantasies and your ego is playing a trick, tricks on you and makes you want to think that you're a man or a woman or somehow separate from God, then you can just go beyond all of those things, get rid of all of those things through spiritual practice to get to the natural state. But that's not what this podcast is about. You can look at the previous podcast for that. This podcast is really just going to be um, what this natural state is. So the mind will be silent. The hands will be silent. The body will be silent. The eyes will be calm and still. And we will just, in a sense, we've transcended meditation in this state. There are no thoughts. Um, and the idea is that there's nothing to see. And you could say, well, that's great, right? But maybe I want to see something. Well, go ahead and watch something. But as far as the meditation is concerned, there isn't going to be any visions or lights. You go beyond all of those things in the natural state. For yogis, this is also considered to be natural samadhi. Um, samadhi is considered to be the death also. And you could consider this to be the death of the mind. But it's really, when you're experiencing it, you can realize your mind hasn't died. It's still there for you to use. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but it's, it's turned within, and it's calm and peaceful. And it can also um, <clears throat> work in, in, this, in this state. It's not a state of inert. It's not a state of just, you know, lying like a log. It, you can be, you can work. You can work really well. And you can also transmit Shakti uh, through a thought, through a look, uh, through a glance. And so this is the state that we're looking for through a sound. Um, you know, yogis whisper into each other's ears the master whispers into the disciple ear, disciple's ear and awakens his inner Shakti or inner Kundalini. So this is all possible in the natural state. So um, we are going to see that um, we're going to look beyond the mind and we're going to see that... Um, the attainment is actually beyond the mind. So we're going to look for the attainment beyond the mind. And that's why most people make the mistake when they think of enlightenment. They think it has to do with the mind. If enlightenment still has to do with the mind, then it's not enlightenment. It's not the true enlightenment. The true enlightenment is going to be beyond the mind. So you could say, well, there's all these enlightened philosophers especially from the West, well, if they're, if they're still dealing with products of the mind, they haven't really attained true enlightenment. True enlightenment is going to be beyond the mind. Uh, but nevertheless, we use our minds to do all of these things and it makes us tired, right? It makes us tired during the day. We go to sleep at night. Um, maybe we meditate. 
but our minds make us tired, make us worn out. And the reason, you know, we sleep, we get rest from the mind, really. The mind calms down and then and meditation is developed to allow the mind to have even more rest. Um, and hopefully if you've been meditating, listening to this podcasts, you can see that for yourself. Um, and one of the interesting things that happens is we can be led by the mind into a place where we think we're doing something good for us. We can be led by the mind and kind of how other watching other people and what they're doing are very good copycats. You know, we might think we're good and then we can watch someone else doing something and wonder what he's doing and it may not have anything to do with us and yet we do it anyway. And um, this isn't really the natural state when you do that. You're sort of just copying someone else because the natural state is going to be completely independent of any influence, any people's influence on you. It's going to be your own state. It's there for you to attain. It's your birthright. So it's not going to be, in a sense, following everyone around and doing what they're doing. Um, so we can feel all of the bliss that we would get in, say, drugs or alcohol or sex or any of these things, any of our addictions. We talked about love addiction. Love addiction. We, we're going to find all of, the, all of that within ourselves. We'll find the love that we're addicted to within. We'll find the drugs that we use within. We'll find that ecstasy within ourselves. We won't need to use anything external to us um, to feel happy. And that's, that's, the, that's really the, the genius of meditation and the genius of, um, if you can call it that, it was really beyond genius. If you were listening to what I was just saying a few mo moments ago, about the geniuses, genius philosophers of the West who've never gone beyond the mind, right? Not naming any names, but um, genius is not really the right word, but I'm a Westerner, so um, I apologize. But it's really a divine understanding. So the, 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 the divinity in this is really that how you can feel these pleasures within yourself um, in the natural state. And that's just the power of God, really. Um, <clears throat> so, um, and then everything becomes that same consciousness or that same God. And, um, and you can see God in everything. I mean, you, there's nothing that's, you know, inert. Sometimes we make God inert, right? With our understanding, we, we become atheists and make God inert, but um, when you have really good understanding, then even something inert can be God. And um, and there's all sorts of examples like this. You can see your God in things like hell. You can see God in suffering. You can see God in misery. Uh, you can see God would you would never expect to find God. And that's what we're asked to do. Because you can imagine, you can say, well, I'm in the state of, I'm in the natural state, but I don't like this person. Well, how long are you going to be in that natural state for? It's not going to last very long. So 
you know, what you're feeling is what I'm feeling and what I'm feeling is what you're feeling because it has to be the case because there's only one self. So the self is going to be the same in you and me. And that's what we should think about. We shouldn't think about there being the existence of an other um, because the other can make us very afraid. And um, the way to do this is a very simple technique. Um, you just understand that the clothes that we wear are made of threads and there's no part of our clothes that don't have threads in them. And the threads come together and make the cloth. So what you're really seeing is threads when you look at a shirt or pants or something. And when you see threads, you realize that all of them together make up a shirt or a pair of pants. And in the same way, um, there's been examples of gold and ornaments and how the ornaments are in the gold and the gold are in the ornaments. And in this way, you can see the divinity in things that you wouldn't think contain divinity because it's just basic logic, essentially, that we're using to uh, understand these more difficult things. And that's the kind of understanding that we should have. And when we have that understanding, uh, then we can see God everywhere. And that's what we're asked to do. And that's what I was talking about yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, but the last podcast. It's been a few days. Um, about how the blue pearl expands outward and everything. That And the, the examples of the threads and the cloth can help you to see that truth for yourself. But you're really going to have to meditate uh, to make it make it last and make it permanent for yourself. And you're also going to need the grace of a guru. Because without the grace of the guru, it's not going to work either. <clears throat> so, um, really, once we see that our pleasures are within, then we can even see holy places within. You know, there's, there's holy places all around all around this world, um, places of pilgrimage, um, and they might not even have to do with religious, any particular religion. You know, they can just be beautiful forests or beautiful monuments or whatever that makes you happy. You can also find those within as well because they'd have to be within the space of consciousness. And obviously, if God is inside, then all of these beautiful places are within as well. And that's another just divine quality of meditation. So then you can see, well, there's nothing greater than the inner self. There's nothing greater than the inner consciousness. And that's true. Um, and the idea is that we shouldn't really be spending any time doing anything else or learning how to do anything else, really. We should just be, you can see the, the, the importance of just knowing that self and pursuing it and having everything to do with it only. Everything else should fall into the background. And that's what I was talking about earlier, about sort of getting rid of these other notions that the ego wants to attach itself to, not following people around, and just be a, totally obsessed with the self. And this is the kind of addiction that's good for you. Um, this is sort of where we should attach ourselves to, you know, if we're attached to someone else, Attach, your, attach yourself instead to this because then it's not a love addiction anymore or a sex addiction or whatever it else that you're 
you know, if you're addicted to alcohol, get addicted to this. If you're addicted to smoking, get addicted to this. If you're addicted to other behaviors, like maybe being on your phone, you know, <laughs> I know I have an iPhone, it's very addictive. So get addicted to this instead. And then, then you have, then you're using your attachments correctly because you're trying to get attached to, to God basically, or attached to, um, your inner self or your inner consciousness, this ecstasy, get attached to that, get attached to the inner ecstasy. And then all of your addictions are basically can be cured through that attachment because you won't see the benefit really of, of these other addictions. You can see the harm that they cause, um, and so forth. So this is a great way to, if you have any addictions to get rid of them through this method. And again, it's just meditation. I'm not saying anything new here. Um, but this podcast really is on the natural state. And so we're going to want to um, get into that natural state and understand how, how amazing it is, how divine it is for us. And so that means you just become totally absorbed in yourself. Um, normally we're absorbed in our egos, and that causes all sorts of trouble for us. But when we become absorbed... And what's not our egos, and what's beyond our egos, our inner divinity, our inner self, then we're doing something really, really great. And you can experience this for yourself, um, and I urge you to do so, because it's going to be even better than the meditation that you're doing or any of the spiritual practices that you're doing. The natural state is higher than all of these other things. So I just want to close by saying, um, you know, thank you very much for tuning in. And, um, you know, if you still have doubts, then, you know, sometimes a psychologist can help uh, clear things up for you. But um, generally speaking, we should be um, taking, you know, taking responsibility for our own state of mind and um and realizing that we can that we're strong beings you know not that we don't need psychologists but that we're independently there and when, when you're in this natural state um that's really going to be the best thing for you and so we can give our 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 delusions to the psychologists um and we can enjoy what's what remains there um, that's beyond uh, the mind and that can be our attainment and we can enjoy it and we can spend time enjoying it so again I thank everyone for tuning in um, I really have I really enjoy doing these podcasts and hopefully you enjoy listening to them as well and so I'd urge you just to spend a little bit of time quietly absorbed um, and again, it doesn't have to be quietly, but it's just uh, the state is a really a silent, a quietness. There's this, it's really not quiet. It's actually silent. And that's what we should be looking for. So thanks, everyone, uh, for tuning in. There'll be more podcasts in the future. And um, I just really appreciate your support. And um, again, thank you. This has been Josh Barzell for Modern World Zen.